go. Hello. Hi. That was unprofessional of me. Hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Scott's so confused. Like, What's going on? I have no idea. Scott. Scott's always confused. It's okay. As per usual, Scott will be multitasking through this entire event. Yes. Your clicking didn't uh, come up on the audio last time. I was pretty happy with that. Oh, that's, that's a good thing. What are you doing? Playing Dungeon Siege 2 for the third playthrough on Legendary. Ten you, out of ten. Your life is so sad. Dude, I just got dragged into League of Legends. Like, Ooh. Ooh, like the rest of us. Yeah. <laughs> Not I, me. I'm clean. I haven't okay. played since break. Come on. We are still pure. AA's got to me. I haven't Please played since break. Clean. Stay away from it. It's a drug. I am Dylan. This is Mitch again. I'm Scott. And I'm Katie Hammond. Hi, Katie. Hi. Nobody else did it. So, uh, words? Oh, right. So I'm supposed to introduce myself. Okay, and I said I would do two truths and a lie, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, let me see. I am... That's rude. What you're doing right there is rude. Um, sorry. Uh, okay, two truths. I am 19 years old. I once got arrested for shoplifting. And I love Mountain Dew. Oh, God. Um, Mountain Dew is the lie. Yep, you're correct. I'm the best. It's usually the last one that's the lie. Very rarely will people put the lie. Oh, you're right. Yeah, because oh. they're like, they're like, because truths are really easy. It's like, what about me is true? So it's like, true truths, and then it's like, what about me is not true? And then you gotta, yeah, words. You, you end up like sitting there trying to figure out. You're trying to give yourself more time to think of a lie, so you're saying truths, just mm -hmm. spouting garbage that's at first. True. So, the, like, the way to really trick people is start with the lie. Think about yeah. the lie way beforehand. Yeah. There's a, there's a thing with, like, rock, paper, scissors is very similar. People always go with, like, I think it's paper or something. I go with rock. rock, paper, scissors. I go rock all the time. And you just, like, you play one game with them, and you can figure out what their, like, general patterns mm -hmm. are. And, like, mm -hmm. you can win almost every time. Which is why I beat Scott a lot in rock, paper, scissors. Because I always pick rock. Do you play rock, And then paper, paper and then scissors. No, rock is the strongest. Always pick rock. <sighs> and now we know how Scott thinks. That was actually a quote from that '70s show. Um, I forget which character it was. That '70s show, man. What which '70s show? I don't. Know. Shut up, Dylan. Yeah, see, it's funny. She, you're she, so she funny. Laughed. She laughed. You're, yeah, but it wasn't. You're funny. stupid. It was a Fuck pity me. laugh, Dylan. <laughs> yeah, no, it was just. I'll take a, a pity laugh. laugh out of I, I hang out with Zeppi. I get nothing but puns. Oh, I have to laugh. True. Also, why? Th is this is the. We've only had two episodes, and both episodes, Zeffy being a, a pun master, has come up. True. We're going to need to have Zeffy on it some. Yeah. We're also going to need well, to continue our uh, Ashley bashing this episode. All right. No. I'd like to point out that this is our second episode, so at some point we'll be, could literally be next week. Like that's not like we've had so many episodes. We need to talk about Zeffy. Like, or like we need to have Zeffy on it. Like defend herself. But she wouldn't. It's she not take, defending. She takes yeah. great pride in the play. Yeah. Pride. Address. It's her. more like proving to the world how good she really is. Good, good that that we keep, we're gonna keep having new people on, and each one is gonna mention that Zephy is a pun queen, and then eventually it's just gonna the the world is going to be screaming at us that we they need to hear from Zephy. <laughs> the world, actually, how many views do we have? I'm gonna Twelve. check that. Vamp <laughs> two. Vamp. I would be surprised. If Hi, mom. Time. Thanks Vamping. for watching. I'm guessing like um, twelve. My so, mom doesn't know about this, by the way. So, My who has one. a story from something that's happened this week that we didn't talk about last time? Uh, I got hit in the back of the head by a snowball thrown by my boss. I don't know. That's Your a story. boss? My boss threw a snowball at me. What a dick. Nah, she's great. I work at um aftercare program, so like we we're having a snowball fight. Cool, cool. Oh, okay. Legit question right now. Why is your water bottle connected to your phone? Okay, by so a USB? this was a. Uh, 
birthday present that came last week, um, even though my birthday is in October. Um, it is, I believe this is the Hydra bottle. So, like, the bottom comes off in the bottle and the top does. So, like, this is a speaker uh-huh. that goes on the top. And then this is a flashlight and charger. And it's charging my phone. Oh. Because convenience. Okay. It's it's You're adding water to electronics. <laughs> it's a great idea. No, like, it's seriously, though. Like, I love this thing. I love portable batteries and, like, solar power type stuff. Like, there's a company, uh, Goal Zero. Um, we talked about this yesterday. When I was talking about my zombie plan. Like, my first, like, the first step of the zombie plan is to go raid warehouses with Goal Zero products. Because they make solar-powered uh, generators, battery packs, and then solar panels themselves. Mm. And, like, you know... Just, oh, we did talk about this. Yeah, and they're quiet, too. So, like, you just steal, like, five or six of the big generators and you're set. That's something. What are our zombie plans? Oh, uh, I have a really in-depth plan with my friend David. We're going to form a convoy um, that's going to center around our friend's um, convertible BMW. We're building a crow nest on top of that, and then we're forming a convoy and driving into the wilds of Canada. And we have to have somebody with a truck in back. So that'll be David, because he's got a truck with another nest like machine gun nest back there so we can just take them out as we go along nice you see uh our area everybody would plan on going to uh cabela's Cabela's. everybody's first thought is just like cabela's has guns we'll be safe there but but then everybody has guns when you get there it's Mm. a terrible idea yeah but i have guns yeah, well, like, a lot more than is them. to walk the one block to Scott's house, <laughs> and then like leave my family to die. <laughs> wow, <laughs> fuck your family. Priorities. Uh, I we're going to need somebody to write the history of the zombie apocalypse. So right. I need to live. All right. So hopefully an actual writer survives. That's like oh, <laughs> actual published writer. I apologize. Ooh. Sorry, but I don't think publishing is gonna matter after a zombie apocalypse. I think it's all just gonna be handwritten notes that we kind of like hand from but, person to person. Like in all those horror games where you wander around finding notes. Yeah, we just kind of like stick notes to the walls everywhere. Okay, I was just about to ask, like, how are you gonna distribute it? But like, you know, if you're just gonna stick pages of it everywhere, yeah, we'll just staple them to walls. When when groups like you know intersect on their paths, you just hand like exchange books and keep going. It'll be like the Native American way of telling stories where you just have to tell the person the story and then they have to memorize it and pass it on. And hope yeah. that, that they don't get killed in the end of the world. Yeah. And hope they don't fuck up the story. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's kind of like Whisper Down the Lane. The story does evolve over time. There's nothing you can do about it. But it normally gets better. Oh, yeah, obviously. Like, yeah. What started is like a bear cub turns into a 700,000 pounds. So it's perfect. There. He doesn't have to be a good writer because it'll just get better anyway. Yeah. See? You see, I'll go down in history for making the story and then everyone else will make it better and fix my fuck-ups. Yeah. <laughs> my zombie plan is um, we're all, me and I think it's like five or six of my other friends, we're just going to meet up at our old middle school, which <laughs> is like, it's like three stories, it's got a cafeteria, and the walls are, like, concrete, so it's, like, mm-hmm. affordable. There's actually, like, a trench around, like, half of the middle school already. It's a very, like, easily... Why is there a trench? Uh, water. Oh, okay. Yeah, like, water pathways so and shit. So, yeah, so it would just be, like, pretty easy. And then I so want to get, all like... all we have to do is go to Florida and get alligators for the trench. Ooh. I like that I idea. I mean, honestly... Do you think alligators would eat zombies? Would alligators eat zombies, or would zombies eat alligators? Would alligators eat zombies was the question, but I bet zombies would probably eat alligators as well. well. That's the thing. I've never seen a zombie movie where they're particularly interested in animals. Yeah. They always go after the humans. I mean, there's been a couple games where I've seen zombie, like, zombie horses and stuff. Uh, shout out to Red Dead Redemption Undead Nightmare. Yeah, that's a, um, that's a good deal, see. I wish I'd played more of that. But, um... 
I don't do video games. I do a little bit, but like my idea of video gaming is I have a Wii. Okay, that's that the word. We are the Wii. I, I say that that counts as video game. No, but it's a very family-oriented game. The Wii was not a console; it was a toy. Yeah, it's a huge difference between a console and a toy. I played Zelda on it. See, no, the Twilight Wii... Princess, Skyward Sword. Oh, I loved Twilight I've Princess. I've had this argument with people before. Cricket. The Wii is a console. It is a device meant for family gaming. It isn't meant for individual storytelling gaming like we're used to. So people tend to like to say that it's not gaming, but it is. It's just very different from what we're It's used just, you to know, doing. awful. You know what? For most of us, we'd say it's awful because we don't like our families. Dude, no. In like Twilight Princess, you wave the Wii and it moves the sword around. It's like you're actually sword fighting. Yeah, see, but like. (laughs) If the technology was better, but I had several problems. My family hated the idea of playing video games. So, like, we just never played video games together. We played, like, Wii bowling, I think, like, three times. (laughs) Wii bowling. Until one of us almost broke the TV, and then that was the end of that. I think everyone had an experience like that. I have a story like that where a friend got a Wii and a brand new TV for Christmas, and then the dad was playing it and didn't put on the wrist strap and threw the TV, threw the controller into the TV TV and broke it. (laughs) He also threw the TV at the controller. He just felt a lot of rage over that Wii bowling. I hit my mom in the back of the head with a Wiimote once, and the strap was on, too. Like, I just flailed my arm and it went, boop! I'm pretty sure I made my cat retarded with a Wii remote. Yeah, she was not happy. But, um, my family loves to play games, stuff like, uh, have you ever played Fibbage? I've seen people play it. I've never played it myself. My family likes to play uh, Fibbage and like those other like party game type we stuff. Play, we play board games. Yeah, we were big yeah, uh, that... charades people. Like all the different Ooh. all the different versions of charades. We just loved to look like idiots in front of each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they have this great story that I feel like I have to share about my mom. Oh, please do. That like it was before I was no, I was born, but we were like really young. When you were like a wee bairn. Yeah, she was dating this one guy named George, and. Um, if they ever knew that I was telling this story, they'd probably kill me. But, so, she gets, like, cave or something. So what my mom does, they're all, like, really drunk, too. Uh, she gets, like, on all fours and starts crawling like she's in a cave. And, like, she moves her leg forward and farts really, really, <laughs> really, really loud. And George just so happened to be upstairs going to the bathroom. And she's just like, please, for the love of God, don't tell him I just did that. Nice. And it's, like, it's just one of the funniest things because I can see it happening. <laughs> the um, the interesting thing about Fibbage, if you ever played Fibbage, you know that like at some point the questions start like you know there are questions about like porn and stuff on there, and you know the longer you play, it's like it's like it becomes like cards against humanity. Like the the dumber the answers or the less related to the question the answers become. So we had a we had a round where three of us put dicks. And it was me, my mom, my dad, and my brother, and I think it was like my dad, my brother, my mom all put dicks as the answer. It was something entirely unrelated to that, and I just looked at my mom and was like. Okay, we're gonna play like that, huh? All right, I see how it is. How do you play Fibbage? They, um, you get a question, mm-hmm. and everyone comes up with like an answer. It's not not a question per se, but like a phrase or like something. Some, you play it over a phone, right? You can play it's it over a like phone or a laptop, or or tablet, something. and they put it on the screen. Everyone comes up with like their own. They like fill in the blank or they answer the question or whatever, mm-hmm. and then you have to uh, look at all the answers come up on the screen, and then the right answer will be mixed in with that, and you've got to find the right answer while fooling other people with your answer. Uh... So. If I'm right, you get points for people that pick your wrong answer. Correct. And you get points if you pick the right one. Right. And if you type the right one, then they'll be like, you got it right. And then you can put a better lie or something. And the you can have the game lie for you. And there's a lot of other... Uh, it's part of the Jackbox Party Pack. And there's a lot of other games in there, like um, Earwax, which is similar, only like with... No- they give you a prompt, and then you pick like two noises that go with the prompt. <laughs> that's, that's actually 
a lot of fun. Um, bomb Corp, where you have to work together. Everyone, it's like four people are playing, and there's a bomb that's going to go off. And it's like all these different wires and buttons and stuff. And everyone gets a page of the manual on how to defuse the bomb on their phones. They have to work nice. together. It's a lot of fun. I saw a game, there's a game like that. I don't know if it's online or if you have to like get it. But I saw some YouTube gamers play it where there are two screens. One person has the bomb, the other has the manual. And they have to talk Keep to talking and nobody explodes, right? Yeah, or something like that. My friends and I also play that. It's a shit ton of fun. Oh, so you mentioned... Um, I'm asking because me and Scott were big board gamers with our friends back home. Mm-hmm. Uh, you said, like, you and your family play lots of board games. Like, did you play any, like, the really weird ones? Or kind of like... Well, we had a huge variety, mainly because my mom had a best friend from theater school... Uh, who I called Uncle Ducky because he could do the Donald Duck noise. Nice. <laughs> but he collected board games. And oh. he was a little OCD. Like, he always picked the one that had, like, the 50-page manual that took you an hour to read through. And you know all, like, the pads that come with the game that, like, have the special designs on them or whatever that you can write on? Yeah. Yeah, but he would Xerox that. Or Xerox. See, I hang out with my parents too much. He would, like, make photocopies of that paper. And you uh, would never use the actual pad. And, like, all the pencils that came with it, he kept it mint. And, like, kept everything in bags. It was super OCD. Um, so he gave us a lot of really good board games. Um, trying to think what some of our favorites are. I mean, like, we have Star Wars Risk, which nice. is awesome. Um, oh, is Ticket to Ride is good. Um, Monopoly, meh. Um, I think it depends on like who you're playing with. Mm. Yeah, we have a we have a bad habit of trying to like literally monopolizing each with each other. Monopolize with each other until like Ooh. we're in teams fighting teams in Monopoly. I, I feel like that would be a lot of fun though. Do like team it, Monopoly. It gets fun, but it gets also really annoying when somebody's starting to win. But that's the same way when somebody's winning by themselves. So mm, yeah. yeah. See, I when I was little and nobody wanted to like play with me because. My sisters were both much older than me, and they were just like, no, we don't have time for your crap. I would play board games by myself. Oh. And so I would, I, I would cheat a lot, and I ended up making up a lot of really interesting rules. And it, it wasn't until I started playing Monopoly with my family again that I realized you can't stick up the bank. That, that's not a thing you can nah, do. But, like, you could very subtly steal money from the bank. I just stuck up the bank and said, give me money or I'm going to flip the board. <laughs> and it worked when it was just me playing. Yeah. Like, when I did it with my parents, they sent me to the corner. Like, I, I don't understand it. Like, that's, that's how extortion works, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're playing when you're playing by yourself, crime rules are allowed. Um, no, we got really big into this game, uh, Dead of Winter, which is like a zombie game Ooh. recently. Um, Prosek's actually coming up, and I think he's going to bring a bunch of them, so we might get to play. Cool. Um, but yeah, we have Pandemic here. Pandemic. Uh, yeah, Pandemic love, was my Love Letter is like well. a quick card mm. game. Zombie Dice. Dread Pirate. Dread Pirate. Is Exploding Kittens we have. That's good. Exploding Kittens. That sounds awesome. That's a game I want to play. But we have Dread Pirate, and you guys need to come over and play it. We're actually planning to play it tomorrow night. So you guys should definitely come. Or no, we were going to play Pirates of the Caribbean Game of Life. But we also Ooh. have Dread Pirate. I love. Um, game that's of life. a really good game, uh, where like you're you just have a pirate ship on a cloth map, and you have to collect doubloons and jewels, and you attack each other. It's great, you know. And you fight to be the Dread Pirate, and you get a flag. Yeah, my my personal favorite right now is Dead of Winter, and it's because it's it's so in depth, and if you play it right, it can be very difficult to oh actually win. Um, got a lot easier. Like, you have to take uh, food and supplies. And I'm explaining this really badly. 
there's crisis cards that every round you have to pick up, and if something else goes wrong and you need to get certain amounts of stuff to fix it, okay. uh, on top of meeting your original goal before the round timer goes down to, like, Oh, this sounds like a end. lot of pressure. It's, it's a lot of pressure, but it's all co-op, so it's a lot easier. Okay. And, um... And it's not really like a round timer; it's a round counter. So, like after eight rounds, you lose um, okay. if you don't get like your thing done. Um, you could die from having zombies overrun your your complex and like having everybody die. It's there's a lot of ways to lose. Oh, you could also lose. They have a mor- a uh, morale marker too, and if the morale <laughs> go if the morale goes down to zero, it's as if everybody went out and rioted and killed each other. So you lose. And it just gets, it gets really, it can get really intense. Yeah, that's like in um, the Star Wars game of Risk, uh, they have a force meter, and it can go towards the light side or the dark side, mm-hmm. and that, like, gives you an advantage, depending if you're playing as the Empire or the Rebellion. That's really cool. Yeah, it's, it's a little complicated, but it's fun when you get into it. I like how, when you get, like, different versions of Risk, like, there's a, I have a Halo version of Risk, a Star Wars version of Risk, it's not just Risk, like, they add elements yeah. to it, which is, like, really cool. Yeah, who was it? I, I think it was online. I found a guy who just, like, collects different versions of, like, Monopoly or whatever. Nice. Yeah. I have a thing I like have Pokemon do. Monopoly. You do? Yes, in That's my closet. amazing. Is it going to come out of the closet? It might. It just might. <laughs> we also have a Ouija board in that closet. No, you get what? I'm leaving right now. Yeah. Are you really superstitious? Like, I don't believe in any of that crap. I'm sorry, my roommate is a witch. She's got Definitely. me going. No, I'll, I'll be honest. I, just, I don't like that it's in there either, but it's been behaving since it got back this time, so I'm okay with it. I told you you could keep it in my room. But the second it starts acting up again, I'm freaking kicking its ass. Put it in my room. I don't like... I offered. I, just, I feel like it may not be a thing, like, talking to dead people, but why tempt fate? It just is bad juju. It's bad juju all over. Yeah, I agree with that. Except, you know, we are... It's like all those idiots fate. you hear, like, in the horror movies... Who hear a noise upstairs in the attic and they're like, "Oh, let's go check that out." No, don't check it out. If you take a gun, out. go check it out. No, you keep the gun. You lock the door. You barricade yourself in your bedroom with a month's worth of worth of food. And wait no. for daylight. And wait for daylight. Thank you. You can eat a month's worth of food in, in the course of like eight hours. Of I stress eat. You don't even know. I mean, like I, we went to Walmart and we got a hundred dollars of food. I think I've eaten like a third of it, and that was a week, less than a week ago. We went to Walmart. Saturday. About a week ago. I hate you. I don't get the reference. I I neither do, do I. It's it's an it's a rap song that's really really sucks, and I don't <laughs> that's know that's why. I don't know anything except in three minutes of that song, there's about a week ago like once, and everyone started referencing it, and it was stupid. <laughs> do we wanna do we wanna talk about like the the the, the situation of like living? We wanna like talk about that on here? Oh, I mean we could. Um, well, you live and then you don't. That's. <laughs> Usually no, not what I meant. Like college dorm living. Um, I just we have, have like, four people in our room, so that's exciting. Yeah, it, we're supposed to have two, but so Dylan technically lives in here with us uh, unofficially. Not not technically. I live in here unofficially. I took your bed. Yeah, I you mean, did. I sleep on the couch, but I find it more comfortable than the bed, uh, which says something about the bed. Um, the bed is perfectly uh, Yeah, I love the bed. But See, uh, I don't know. It gives me back problems. Mm-hmm. See, my bed at home gives me back problems because it's too firm. I like the one here. It's nice and soft. This is like See, a you know, nice I like room. I like a firm bed, which is why I like this because it's Sometimes really when firm I can't with the sleep wood under it. On the, for some reason, I can't sleep on the mattress. I sleep on the floor. Mm. This, this floor is comfy. I've slept uh, on here a few times. Yeah, I mean, you've got a shag rug going on there. Yeah. It's nice. 
the the couch isn't bad. Like I would like, I would love to sleep on it, but it's not long enough for me. Like my feet hang off the edge, and then that just see. I have skinny legs, so I slide them through the the little slot in the in the arm there. I do that too, and like it's still like just because it's hanging off, and just because like gravity and stuff is pulling down, it's like no. See, that's not a problem for me because I lean them on top of your book bag. Did you see that movie? I did not. Did gravity. You? Yeah. I have it. Oh, um, I watch that. It was. Oh my god, that movie. Well, first of all, we have a really big TV because we're movie nerds. Like, you ever want to talk about movies, come to me because I will rip you a new one with all my knowledge. I actually want to talk about (laughs) movies in a little bit, but yeah. yeah. Um, But uh, we have a huge TV and we got a really kick ass sound system. Um, But the subwoofer is like two times bigger than it should be for the system. So when we play things with loud noises, it shakes the house (sighs) and like the windows rattle and the vents start vibrating. That's pretty cool. It's really awesome for like Star Wars and stuff. But it also, for that movie, because it was so scary, and like, loud noises and vibrations, yeah. it was terrifying and so stressful. That movie stressed me out so, so much. Like so, uh, yeah. opinion horror movies. It, I, see, I don't like slasher films, so we've never watched those. However, we watched Alien. Oh, my Wanna God. Watch that. See, I know, yeah. I, I would be one to say that we really haven't had any good horror movies come out in recent years. Um. Uh, the Conjuring, uh, Annabelle... Any of them made by those people. Like I can't that remember. Series? Yeah. Like that series of, of movies has been good. They've done a great job. Um, they've avoided like really cheap jump scares and made something that's generally kind of like it, it gets to you, it gets yeah, you anxious. Yeah, see, I like, I like psychological horror. I can't stick, like, if it's just gross guts everywhere, that doesn't do anything yeah. for yeah. me. Um, like, and jump scares are fun but like the thing with psychological horror is it actually freaks me out so like mm-hmm. i watched the shining for this first time oh, I love the shining. this yeah, summer yeah. and it was it. really good but like it freaked me out for a little bit you want to know what's really freaky hmm. and i scared scott half to death with this the one time mm-hmm. uh just look up dark five on youtube sometime oh. and look through their government uh videos it's because it's real it's, it's terrifying it's dark it's dark fives related to certain projects the government has done and like certain companies that are out there in the world mm-hmm. and like stuff that they've done so at some point you're watching it and if you find the right videos you start to feel like the cia is going to kick down your door and drag you away and you're never going to be heard from ever again that's terrifying um, like the one was uh the the five darkest experiments as part of uh operation mcultra what what it it was a if I'm correct, it was a bunch of psychological experiments to try and turn people into superhumans. Wow. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I did it for... I got on a weird kick and did extensive research on their experiments with LSD. Why did I get into that? I've got a funny story about government research and LSD. Oh, I mean, no, oh, uh, I know what it was. I, I read One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, and that was inspired when Kesey was working in a place where they were doing experiments with LSD. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you look up on YouTube, there's videos of, like, a 50s housewife that they give LSD to. And just, they watch, like, she just talks about, like, seeing the atoms in the air and, like, a web. And she's like, oh, it just passed through me. See, like, they, they used to... you have. One of, one of the experiments was, like, it, it was terrible stuff like uh, the repetitive use of sounds for days on oh, end. And yeah. then, like, giving people uppers and downers at the same time that's continuously. Pop, that's a form of torture used by the KGB. Mm-hmm, but it was also used to try and make superheroes. How? How? They, I don't know. I figured they were trying to, like, open up 
you know, that, that bullshit about you only using 10% of your brain. Mm-hmm. It was those yeah. experiments trying to open up all of oh, your brain in order to make movie. superhumans. Limitless. I have that as well. That's you a know, good pretty good. You know it's a TV show now, too. Is it really? Yeah, yeah. I heard the TV show was kick-ass. Li- Limitless, it's based on what happened after he becomes, like, the governor or whatever uh-huh. of that area or oh, mayor cool. or something. Uh, yeah, I saw... Uh, Jill was watching it when we were over Evans the one time, Scott. Mm-hmm. So yes, I was watching it. It seems interesting. Yeah. Just, I'm going to warn you now, for every situation, I will have a movie that I will mention. Nice. Because I am a cinephile and have no life. That's great. Um, the funny story I have about uh, the government LSD, this is a true experiment as far as I'm concerned. So they, the government wanted to teach a dolphin how to talk. Oh, God. So they, like, partially flooded a house with water and, like, had a woman go live there and they put, like, a baby dolphin in it. But when the dolphin came to age of sexual maturity, all it wanted to do was, like, fuck the woman. Uh-huh. So they started taking the dolphin out of the house for, like, conjugal visits. Uh-huh. So, like, you know, where they were like, oh, this is fucking up our experiments. So, like, it started to be a little more gentle, like, nibble at her feet, like, roll over and show its junk to her. Oh, God. We started giving that dolphin hand jobs. Oh, Jesus Christ. And it became more receptive to their lessons as a result. So the, their, their clear solution from there was like, oh, you gotta, you gotta do LSD with the dolphin. I mean... And that's when their funding got cut. <laughs> it got that far. The government <laughs> well, funded that. Your tax dollars. Well, I mean... Dolphins do have a reputation for raping people, so I believe it. Yeah, they have rape caves. Yeah. They, like, rape, like, human people. Okay, let's see here. And what? according to a comedian I listened to once, dolphins can be racist. Oh, which, okay. which comedian was this? Um, oh, who was it? It was uh, Rhonda something. Rhonda something. Um, she, uh, that I know of, she's an actor, too, and she's only has, like, one stand-up out on Netflix, but... It was great, and she mentions this time that her and a bunch of her friends went out to this, you know, place where, like, you can swim with the dolphins and then get them to, like, hug you and take a picture with them. Uh. Um, but the dolphins looked like they'd snuggle up really well to, like, all of her white friends, and then it comes to her, and it's, like, giving one of those, like, long hugs where, like, you're looking away and kind of pretending it's not happening. <gasps> you have seven psychopaths! I've oh, been wanting... it's such a good movie. I want to see uh, that movie. I that haven't had a Christopher chance. Christopher Walken Did you know... Great. Christopher Walken. I didn't realize he, he was still making movies movie. and stuff. Like, I didn't... I thought... I kind of thought he died. He is older than God. <laughs> but he's in a movie that's coming out in February called Eddie the Eagle. I was looking at uh, the movies that are coming out in February. Did you... Like, oh, what is this? Did and you then... see his, like... Oh, chappy, fuck that movie. Yeah, oh, that am movie I not sucked. allowed to swear? I'm sorry. No, no I mean, we've been swearing a lot. Stoker! I what is that see... about? It's really scary. It's it's kind of an homage. I thought it was going to be about like Stoker's um, Dracula. But... Uh, no, no, no. It's an oma- It's actually an homage to Hitchcock. Um, she doesn't have a microphone. Yeah. Why'd you take her microphone yeah, away? Give me that chest. Right, no, it's actually an homage to Hitchcock made by... It's not Del Toro. But it's like, I think he's a Spanish director. But anyway, it's basically about this girl. Alejandro. Who's basically a born... Psychopath. Mitch, that might have been racist, but uh, I don't yeah, know. It was wow, that like <laughs> we're just gonna like, pretend that never happened. Very Hitchcock esque. Yeah, it's like it's real like, and her uncle shows up after her dad dies, and you find out you like, it's crazy too, and she ends up killing a bunch of people. It's it's real, but it's really, really interesting, real psychological horror. The mm-hmm. director is Chan Wood Park, Wook Park. Why did I think he was Hispanic? Look up, look up, uh, director with first name Alejandro. Alejandro? Mitch, again, just racist. Don't, just don't sing the Gaga song, that's all I ask. No, I don't that like that out. song. It's a bad song. Director. I mean, I had a Gaga phase, not gonna lie. No, I mean, but, some, um, some Gaga's okay, but I don't really care for that song. Eh. 
I like watching her music videos just because they're so freaking weird. Alejandro Gonzalez. I can't pronounce the You know name. when <laughs> Birdman, The Revenant. Oh my god, did you see, see Birdman? I, 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 freaking, Birdman I told you, I wasn't just being a racist. I knew there was an Alejandro that Bird- was a Mexican director, not or Spanish. Birdman I don't know if he's Mexican. Uh, um, excuse you, Birdman was amazing. I did not like it. Did not see Birdman. I mean, Neither I feel I. like I come from a family full of actors, I had a so comment. they were all really into it. Uh, um, and the ending is such like a mind fuck. It's great though. I don't spoil it because I do plan to watch it. No, I won't. I won't tell I you. But had it's something great. to say. I'm sorry. And it's gone. Who cares? Oh, Lady Gaga. It made me think of um, Lady Gaga was my best friend when I worked in the Cosmetronic and Opals though. Because I knew all of her music. I knew all... Because when you're working in the Cosmotron, you know, it's just this... Do you know what the Cosmotron is? No. It's this big tin, like, building where basically the ride just goes up and down in a big circle. Like a Gravitron? I don't know. But Does then, it like, spin lights, and makes it, you it stick to lots, the wall? No. No, it makes, it makes a... It it's, like, sings loud music to you. And then you... Whoever is working that station can control the light show that goes on with it. Dude. Okay, this is and a really bad description. Pretty much what happens is you sit in a car, and there's a bunch of cars in a circle, like a cart, like almost like a roller coaster. There's a bunch of cars in the circle, and it just goes around in a circle, like in a wave pattern, like up and down, and there's a bunch of lights, and it plays so music. So it's like a rave sitting down. Yes. Yeah. Um, but Gaga was my best friend, because uh, I knew all of her music enough to make light shows, too. Um, so I'd just jam out to Gaga with this other guy. I think his name was Brady. He's great. Um, <laughs> uh, we know somebody named Brady, that's why. We yeah, it's not, it's Brady. not that Brady. That Brady's I a goofball. Assume. There was one that I worked with, uh, worked with at Knobles that one day, and it was just amazing the, uh, to work with him. I, I'm sorry, you have the box trolls? Apparently. Oh, for... Because you guys can't see what's going on. My dad sent them. uh, Katie is just going through Scott's movies. And none of them... Well, okay, you have a couple good ones. I'll give you that. You have The top ones, ones. mostly, because I did separate them on what I thought was good and what I thought was bad. I'm not going to bother redoing Scott's headshot for this week, because it's exactly the same as his (laughs) one. Is my headshot good enough to replace my Facebook profile picture? I'm pretty sure you just took a really awful picture of me. Your picture's fine. Let me see my. You look picture. disgusted. Mitch, wanna... Mitch's photo is not good enough. I want to. Uh, I want to bitch about. Two oh movies. yeah, that looks terrible. Oh, yeah, are I'll we bitching about movies? Oh, I want to. Fuck the giver. Fuck that. No. I that. have no idea what that is. Sin. It's based on the movie, right? It's based on the book. Whatever. And it's a that, sin. That's what I meant. You can get Jeff Bridges to play the character, but that doesn't change the fact that that's bullshit. What is it about? I'm so confused. Uh, it's a dystopian future movie. I did not enjoy it. So that it's book. like everything else. But no, but the, but the book was really good, and it was nothing like all the other dystopian future movies that are popular now. It came out a while ago. The book, like, hmm, when did the uh, It was around when so I was I, in elementary school. So, so it's been you know, I came. I found this I interesting theory recently. Well, not a theory. I found it. In one of my classes. Non-stop. Um, <laughs> Liam Neeson. What about non-stop? That was I love Dylan, Liam Neeson. Dylan, I don't know what I'm doing. I hate Liam Neeson. Just hold the button. Look down the thing. Look at me. And the then hold silver the button? button? 1993. Yes, the, the big silver one. Uh, let's see it. Hold on. No, look at me again. The Equalizer. Is that the Denzel Washington movie? There you go. My I have no idea. Shit. Um, but so what you do... What was I saying? Oh, um... We read this thing by a person whose name I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Um, Love that book. And 
what I discovered was that I really agree with his theory. He theorized kind of that... Oh, you talked um, about this the other day. Yeah, I did. I talked about it the other day. That, um, you know, while nonfiction is very useful for us to find out what happened in history... Oh, right. Mm -hmm. uh, ...that fiction is very heavily important as well. Because mm -hmm. it shows what how people perceive the time they currently yeah. live in. So uh, it made me very scared that when I realized that dystopian novels are like the most in thing right now. Because we perceive our society as falling we, we perceive our society as on the brink of freaking death. Yeah, we do. Well, I mean, when we're what did we look up? Nineteen trillion dollars in debt and rising. Uh, that 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 makes me scared too. Oh, I'll put a link we, to the we, debt clock. Okay, uh, we looked at this yesterday. Uh, after like forty trillion dollars, another country can buy us because that is the price of our building and land area. Not after it's forty trillion dollars. So not another forty trillion dollars. It's another twenty-five trillion dollars. Yeah, that's, and then that's forty trillion in total, not on top of that nineteen trillion. So when and total twenty-four. Another country can purchase us. Yes, and don't forget when it totals twenty four trillion, they could just purchase like all our industries and businesses. Mm -hmm. But who would want to buy America? Uh, China doesn't have to buy it because they own at least ninety percent of that debt, so they won't be buying us. They will literally own us. See, the thing is, if they try to buy us, we're Americans, and like well, yeah, you basically, look at our history. We don't take too kindly to that kind of. Thing. I know it's going to be World War Three. So what's going to happen? Yeah, we're going to have the U.S. versus China, and we'll see who else gets involved. All of our allies, it will be World War III. And it'll III. likely happen within our lifetimes, especially if Trump becomes president, because that means twelve <laughs> trillion more dollars oh, within the next ten years. Let's not, theorized. Oh, theorized. Let's not talk about theorized that. by. We're not going to get into heavy politics. Theorized here. by economists like you want to be someday, Scott. You could again. I'm just trying to keep this as unbiased as possible. Scott, you're really gonna like this. You could feel the burn. One feel Mitchell. the burn. Shut the fuck up. You could wrap. <laughs> One dollar bills around the earth, 73,000 times with the debt amount. That's really sad. That's a lot of money. Yeah. We also found out that it would be $58,000, no, $158,000 per person if we were all per to tax dollars per, per citizen. Yeah, and it's 150 some per taxpayer. Well, there you go. Just citizen, make all the illegal immigrant citizens, and our problem is solved. And then charge yeah, everyone Yeah, but if they can pay $154,000 yeah, in taxes. Yeah, we just, you know, open up the work mills again. <laughs> Jeez. If, if we Everything, did that... I said that, or, you know, we just take all of our, an entire year's worth of budget, mm -hmm. shut down the government for a whole year, and pay off our debt. The world is dystopia for a year, but then everything's great after that. Do you think we could come back from something like that? I you know so. how much chaos could happen in a year, though? See, uh -huh. like, the problem with doing something like yeah, that is... Yeah, Katie's that on our collapse. side. That would collapse our society. If America goes to dystopian type of reality, the rest of the world is very heavily impacted by that. If, yeah. we, if our economy tanks... We're, we're required... All the other... We, we need the other people more than the other people need us, let's be honest. Yeah, but I mean, like, you think about, like, the international Like, Canada might be a little less like, well-off. Alright, well, like, I don't think Canada... Again, it's not like Canada we won't be... They would apologize It's not like us. we won't be here, it's Canada just, would apologize for it's us. It's just Canada China will own us. but build a wall. Mm -hmm. like, we're gonna put you over there, far away from us, it's okay. Yeah. Oh, um, Canada. Okay. Yeah, Kayla's from Canada. Are you she's, really? She's also not allowed to talk. She decided not to be on the podcast. But, um, oh, Canada. I've been trying to bitch about two movies for, like, Oh, please bitch. Continue. Um, so, the first movie I want to bitch about is God... Just movies in February. Like, I was just looking at movies in February. The first one I want to bitch about is Gods of Egypt, because I've seen, like, ten <laughs> trailers for it. And the level of CGI in that movie... It's not just... It's not good CGI. It's terrible CGI, and it's blatant. And it's just 
everywhere. Like it, it's gonna be a cartoon that they inserted people into. Like <laughs> you could like I understand that maybe their budget wasn't great, but like go to Egypt for like a week and get I don't know B roll of sand dunes, and then look, you don't need to just CGI sand dunes into your fucking thing. Like it looks terrible. <laughs> Because of that. Egypt's kind of a mess right now, though. I wouldn't want to send a camera crew over there. I think, you know, like, there's a lot of people over in that area of the world that don't like journalists, we've realized. Don't like Americans or anything. You know, we send journalists over there, and we tend to lose our heads, so... Alright. Send them out to, like, no pun intended. We 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 lose our heads, heads literally. Alright. Send them out to, like, the New Mexico area. Yeah. And take shots of sand dudes. No, send them to, like, the desert out in California. The Chihuahua Desert. Is that, that, I'm pretty sure that's actually okay, the name of Okay, now that's their actually racist. <laughs> no, no, that's, I'm pretty sure. The Chihuahua, look up Chihuahua Desert. Or Chihuahua, I forget, it's, it looks a lot like that, but I can't remember how, the fuck how okay. you pronounce it. Chihuahua. Chihuahuan Desert? You want to talk about it? Yeah, it's yeah. real. It's not Chihuahua, but it's Chihuahuan, there we go. Wow. It's I'm talking <laughs> about real things, I'm just very bad at pronouncing them. It's the them. U.S.-Mexico border. Huh, how yeah. about that? It is yeah, in Texas. you people just want to keep calling me racist. Other yeah, places I mean, yeah. You just, you don't realize I know more about Mexico than you thought. Yeah, uh, just sure. honestly, with like not knowing anything about Mexico and just hearing these names, they just sound like racist stereotypes, so mm-hmm. you can't really well, blame us. Well, the problem us. with racist stereotypes is they're usually true to a certain extent. Or they're based on fact, like what just happened there. Yeah. The other uh, movie I wanted to bitch about was... Um, Pride and Prejudice and Zombies, <laughs> which I didn't have anything against the first time I saw an ad for it, and then the 50th time I saw an ad for it, I was like, wow, well, I really don't I mean, want to see this anymore. That's just the problem with YouTube's commercials, is they just loop the same commercial over mm-hmm. and over again. Like, Not even like YouTube, 15th. it's been on TV so many times. I mean, I wouldn't know because I don't really watch TV, but like just I, seeing the trailer over and over again just makes me not want to see that movie. Fun fact, yeah, 80% same. of youth no longer use television for anything. Is that a real statistic? 80% of... 80% of children have claimed that they don't watch actual television and all of the news they get is from uh, some kind of internet outlet. Um, I I read newspapers. I don't know where I saw it, but it was somewhere I can believe. Watch TV for information and watch TV are different. I think it's most people our age don't even actually watch TV. I mean, I don't. I mean, I watch the television to watch movies. Mm-hmm. But, like, we have one channel, our local news station, and other than that, we don't even have cable or dish or anything. Mm-hmm. Like, I see television. I just, I don't watch it myself. If we're in the calf, yeah, the television's on, so yeah. I look at it. Mm-hmm. But I won't but actively like, seek it out. We have a television in here. We hooked up the cable cord for a day, and then I haven't touched it since. Mm-hmm. Uh, more than half of parents surveyed said that their children now prefer to watch a video on a handheld device rather than on, than on TV. Yeah. Like, I watch Netflix and YouTube. I mean, like, a lot of people watch YouTube. And And a lot of people watch Netflix. Yeah, so I guess that does... Netflix is going to be the Disney of film. film. Yeah. I don't know when the study was done, but this article was published July 6, 2015, so that's that's pretty recent data. Mm -hmm. That's, I mean, I don't know if I'd say that's sad. I definitely don't like the fact that we're moving towards the internet to get our, like... News and stuff. I, I don't think like that. Well, we rely depends. so heavily on something that's built in the cloud, as it were. And like, I save all my stuff to the cloud. But the problem is, if that all goes down, we're screwed. Like, we're do we're like, 
the majority of trading with like money in Wall Street is all virtual money now. Yeah. So if like if something happens and like we lose our power grid, like there's that TV show about that, that money is gone. It no yeah. longer exists. Yeah. That's why I use physical things like SD cards and flash drives and hard drives for everything. Yeah. I yeah. I like actually, when I, I, when I finish a book, I I uh, put it on a flash drive so that even if my computer were to go to shit, mm-hmm. I still have the flash drive. Yeah. I should do that with my music because I have a lot of music. So, last time we were on the podcast, yes. we just finished the first season of Newsroom. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, I love that show. We are ha- about halfway through the third season. Belgium! Belgium! <laughs> Did you... You've got... Has freedom. You you went through... You've seen the part where he goes after the... Um, tea party? Tea party? That was season yeah. two, yeah. Love. Love Oh, that. you mean the American Taliban. <laughs> god. I, I was... I, I, I've already watched the this show a few times they haven't finished it yet we're getting to the end but yeah good luck in the last season it's like $60 to buy in DVD like you can he has it yeah I got all three for Christmas how much did you pay for my mommy loved me I don't know how much he paid. Yeah, because my mom was, like, was trying to get her hands on it, and it said it was like sixty dollars. That's because it's a beautiful show, though. Oh, it's so good. And it's only like eight. That people the people will pay that much for this show. Mm-hmm. I love that first speech he does. No, mm-hmm. oh, America a, is not the greatest country in the world. Anymore. I had p- part of that speech memorized at one point. I don't anymore. I have a. So when you say we're the greatest country in the world, I don't know what the, the fuck, fuck you're, you're talking, talking about. about. Yosemite. Yosemite? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, I just I love it. So what are uh, what are you thought so far, Mitch? Having uh, having what? Seen part. We, now we've seen all of season two, and we've seen most of season three. I've got it for like twenty five dollars here. Hmm. Price must have gone down. I mean, I yeah. like it because there is an inform uh, informational part of it, and the fact that they're talking about real things. Mm-hmm. Like the the news station that they're talking about isn't real, but like it it's real events, and they talk about what really happened. So. Even with, like, 9-11, they mentioned a bunch of crap that I didn't know ever actually took yeah. place. Yeah. Because we only ever get, like, a surface level of that kind yeah. of stuff. And, like, the Boston bombing. I didn't know about that. I, I heard about the Reddit thing, but not that far in depth as they went into. Yeah. Well, where, basically... Like, stuff we didn't necessarily pay attention to because, like, we just weren't... Like, for me, for example, I didn't pay attention to the Boston bombing or the um, the BP spill when it happened because I just I wasn't informed and stuff. And then I get to look back and, like, see... All, all the people like running around and like looking at those events in like the past it's like oh wow this was a very important thing and mm-hmm. a lot and we've just kind of pushed that out of our memories like nobody talks about the BP oil spill anymore like we kind of just I pushed mean, that away yeah, no, like, nobody... it depends who you hang out with my family talks about this stuff a lot but we're weird so. See, it really depends. Like, my grandfather still goes off about how college kids didn't have to go to Vietnam, no. and all of his friends that didn't go to college did and died. Like, it oh, depends no. on who you're talking to and why they care. Yeah. Like, there are going to be people that will forever talk about the Boston bombing, but in our general lives, we probably won't ever bring it up. Like, we as a society don't... I don't. I want to say we don't care about it. It's just it's not. It's it's just like it's relevant. like that. We live in a in a society that has so many violent actions happen, happening every day that we can no longer allow ourselves to process well, all of this stuff without almost mentally hurting ourselves. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's like when you get into the Holocaust or like I'm taking this class theater and violence, mm-hmm. and we're, right now we just finished a section on genocide where we read like three different plays about genocide. And people don't want to talk about that kind of thing because no. it's upsetting. So, like, I can understand why you wouldn't want to talk about the school shootings, but, like... We Sa- need to. Like, so the, the only... Like, you remember Sandy Hook? Yeah, so, that. like, that the, that got huge attention 
because it was little kids. But there have been so many shootings before, and there have been so many shootings since. Mm-hmm. And and everyone just still is just remember Sandy Hook. Yeah, We're yeah. not paying attention to the fact that, you know, there are kids in our educational systems being killed every day by violent people. Yeah. Well, like, it's come to the point where I look at, like, my newsfeed and I'm like, oh, another shooting happened. Yeah. It, you I, another shooting. Your like, you give two seconds to the thought of those people that died and move forth. Yeah. You know? I mean, like, you're like, oh, God, another shooting. But the phrase another shooting, not saying, oh, my God, a shooting happened. I'm saying, mm-hmm. oh, look, another shooting. It just says that, something about our society yeah. that we, you can get that used to it that you're just saying, and another. Yeah. You know? And just kind of, like, shrugging it off and throwing it into the pile with the other ones. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I have... I've theorized about this before, and, you know, there's a reason... There's two things we don't like to talk about, and it's it's violent topics and things that are very close to us. Mm-hmm. And the things being close to us just has to do with us being afraid of being judged. Mm-hmm. But as far as violent things go, I kind of theorize that the reason we don't like talking about it, it is because it makes us have to admit to ourselves that we are capable of those same violent Yes! Things. That's why... Look, we, I'm sorry, we've just been talking about this so much in theater and violence. Just, like, we like going after people like Pol Pot and Hitler and dehumanizing them. Mm-hmm. Because you turn them into a monster, then they're not like us. Yeah. And we can separate yeah, ourselves from them. It's it's the sad truth is that any one of us can take these people. Yeah, yeah, shut up. Um, and <laughs> any one of us can be like these people and cause these atrocities to happen. Yeah. yeah. It's so. just like and I think it's actually their strength in being able to tell yourself that and being able to say that make the the mental choice that I'm not going to be like that, you know. Exactly. Yeah. And that I'm going to go out of my way to avoid that. Yeah. So all in all, I think just being conscious of events of the past and the present is important. So Read the newspaper. Mm-hmm. Love the story. Be an informed citizen. And on that happy note, uh, we're gonna wrap up now. Are end. we really? Yeah. This this is we've gone for forty five minutes. Really? I saw yeah. You, and for once, I don't have to take out things that we've said. I saw you going like giving well, me. Well, I, I gave the five minute warning ago about ten minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, but oh. I didn't see that's it. No. So oh. that's why I want to get like an LED clock and just like set it, and then when like we run out of time, like everyone notices. Well, mm-hmm. okay. So another movie you guys need to see since we're talking about news is Spotlight. It's still in theaters. It's up for I think it's up for Emmy. Anyway, go see it. It's great. And another movie that also just came out is The Big Short. They're actually going Oh, out. I love The Big Short. So, so good. As long as so it's like, not out for an Oscar, the Oscars are racist. I oh, okay. don't... We're not getting into that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a discussion for a different day. Yeah, okay. But all in all, re- listening assignment for everybody is yeah, go cool. and watch Big Short and go watch so, Spotlight. And also to listen to this podcast. Yeah. Well, I mean, if they're... <laughs> yeah. All right, listen. Uh, listen, I know there's a lot wrong with what I just said. There's, yeah, there usually is. <laughs> All right. Um. Goodbye, internet. Goodbye. Thank goodbye. You. Goodbye. Did you say you hate them? I said thank you. Goodbye. Oh, like right. thank you for watching. All right. Goodbye. <laughs>